This is Cincy Brewcast. I'm the Gnarly Gnome. Welcome back to another week, another episode. Um, this one is going to go all over the place because we're at March 1st where everything under the sun is made from beer to cider to all kinds of spirits to hard seltzer, everything in between. It is uh, definitely a one-of-a-kind place. I, I still cannot wrap my head around why this idea has not um, happened other places in Cincinnati. I don't, I don't know if it's more difficult than I understand for the licensing, but it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know. Welcome to the show guys. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Let's, um, let's roll around the table. Everybody introduce yourselves. You've all been on the show before, so everybody should be very familiar with you, but, um, starting this way, let's just roll around. Everybody say hi. Hi. I'm Andy. I'm back co-hosting, and I promise no more Irish jokes this week. <laughs> if you promise it, you have to stick to it. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> you probably should just not promise. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Which ethnic group will we offend this week? Haven't decided yet. Jeez. And it begins. Moving on. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, Shay Pridemore, uh, brewer, distiller, cider maker here at March 1st. So, yeah. Look, uh, thank you for having us today. Of course. Looking forward to it. Thank so. you for having me out here. Yeah, thank you. Uh, my name is Brian Fisher, and I'm a brewer and assistant distiller. And a boxer. And a boxing Ooh. champion. Yes. Champion. Champ. Undefeated. Champ. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Word on the street is you guys are going to have a rematch this year, too. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then I am Josh Engel. Used to be known as the Raging Hop, but uh, I guess I'm just Josh now. You, you still are the Raging uh, Hop yeah, in some you know, context. Stuff, but... Uh, I do social media marketing and all that good stuff here at March 1st. So, Well, thanks for having me out, guys. We are in the Voltage Vodka Room. Oh, yeah. Um, so since we've been, since we were out here last, which um, I was probably at least a year ago, how long have you been here? Um, since July. So I think you came in right before. It was definitely I, before that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, the, Things have definitely changed around here a lot. The tap room has moved now to the other side of the building and is like 319 times bigger. Um, there is a massive patio now, finally for this uh, the summer, which um, I think you guys are going to get absolutely annihilated with uh, uh, after work traffic from people looking for a place to hang out and uh, get something to drink. But any yeah, excuse, it's very different. Any excuse not to be caught on Kemper afterward, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> yeah, sure. The struggle's real. <laughs> um, you guys have two party rooms now. One is kind of themed towards Voltage Vodka. One is themed towards Sycamore Whiskey, um, which, again, we have so many roads we could go down here. You guys have so many things that are in the works, so many things that uh, uh, we've been talking about online that hopefully everybody that's listening to this is kind of aware of all of the different um, pieces of what this is. But um, we'll get there. We need to talk about beer first because... Um, this is Cincy Brewcast after all. Oh, I missed the From the beer there we fridge. Go. Um, so everybody talk about what you're drinking. Um, I'm going to start first. Oh. <laughs> um, so I have a bone to pick with this one. Right. This black lager is not very black. It's, it's a little brown for me, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's yours, Brian. This is into the mic, into the mic when you make your excuses. Brian. Um, tell me a little bit about this beer. I'm I absolutely love this, but it it comes off more to me as like a like a, I would call it a brown lager. Okay. Not yeah, just not fair. not just because the color, because that's kind of that's that's easy. But it's it 
it doesn't have like that sharp kind of bitter uh the, the, that black patent malt kind of thing yeah. that um good or bad i don't know but um this is this is this is smooth it's roasty it's kind of got a creaminess to it it's absolutely delicious but yeah so we uh, a bit about the beer. we actually collabed with let's hair a coffee <clears throat> so it's got a lot of the uh there, I think, was the Guatemalan one that they'd had. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so it's got, like, so it, well, we kind of wanted <laughs> to brew it, it that was going to go well with the coffee we chose, because the Guatemalan blend's got, like, some citrus notes to it, so uh-huh. we definitely wanted to stray away from that black patent roasty. That, that makes 100 yeah. times more sense. We wanted it to be more smooth and drinkable, in a it sense, with a lot goes, of our other beers. It goes back to that conversation that we've had mm-hmm. so many times the last couple weeks. I see something on the board, and my head goes to one thing. Instead of just drinking the beer and appreciating like whatever that thing is in the glass, so you're is, still learning exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the, the beer is great; it's it's fantastic. Cool. It is, um, like I said, it's it's that perfect kind of roasty, uh, creamy thing. And, and now that you say the coffee, it, it makes perfect sense. Gotcha. Cool. <laughs> it's it's great. Andy, what are you drinking? I've got the Imperial Stout, and I'm actually going to let Brian talk about this because this is his baby, and that's the one he recommended to me. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that was the first recipe that I got to create myself and bring to the full-size system. Um, we brewed it on our pilot system. It went in, it went over really well. We had it for our Stout Fest. Um, so, <clears throat> seasonal-wise, it was a little bit late in the season, so we brewed. It's never too late in the season for an Imperial Stout. That's true. We we lined it up with some of our packaging of our whiskey and bourbon, so we got most of it into bourbon and whiskey barrels. So that was my next yeah, question. Look out for that in the future. <laughs> um, I think we only had, what, like five, six barrels left over to put yeah, in the kegs yeah. just for the tap room. So that's the base recipe, the base beer, but we'll definitely have some barrel-aged versions coming forward later on. Awesome. And very solid beer, very smooth drinker for the high ABV that it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm still going to chug one. But <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed with a lot of the uh, the stuff that's come out of March 1st is, you know, when you guys started out, there was a, a very hard push into this, this idea of being a lager-focused brewery mm-hmm. and easy drinking and light and this kind of thing. And it's not necessarily the case of everything you brew anymore, um, or was it really ever, but... Um, the stuff that you are putting out that's higher ABV is a little deceptive. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't drink the the way that you would expect. It's all still easy drinking, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, just uh, just wait for the uh, the Imperial Seltzer. Oh, oh, geez. Geez. <laughs> just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Don't print that. Well, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about your seltzer projects that you guys have because you uh, you've been doing some some fun seltzers and it's the definitely the uh, the trendy exciting thing around town right now. So we'll talk about that. Good yeah. good good bringing it up, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I just dug my own grave. <laughs> Every I think everybody that listens to the show understands the kind of it's almost a, a joke around it now at this point around the uh, the seltzer hubbub in town. So we yeah. don't have to dig in too deeply into that. <laughs> part of it um shay you are not drinking anything and we need to make that clear because it's disappointing <laughs> the, well, the man the, the, i'm gonna bring it up the man jeez <laughs> who makes lettuce wine <laughs> wow is that's not for the world sorry, now the whole okay. world knows here we are yep I'm sorry. that's all right that's yeah, all right I did it yeah, I'm I've actually got, pretty sure we talked about that on the show before oh jeez yeah <laughs> maybe i don't think i've got I another one actually possible. i made uh this past year Ooh. carrot wine 
which was actually good. that was good. That's probably that would actually bad. turned out. Carrot really wine actually good. almost in my head makes some kind of sense. The lettuce wine makes no yeah. sense at all. I can't understand it. I can't I actually figure it out. So I'm a big like into history, and I found an old like 1940s recipe, England, basically for carrot wine. Basically, it was something that um, they didn't want the basically the water from the boil with the carrots basically to go to waste so they actually would <laughs> basically ferment it out it's just odd but yeah it, and i mean it, it's yeah. it's not that odd to me it's like if you have a byproduct of something and a lot of spirits are this way it's a byproduct from some other mm-hmm. thing and yeah. like, all right now what do we do with this well let's distill it and see what happens or let's brew with it and see what happens or let's like that's it just becomes <laughs> this other you know thing that is sometimes good sometimes so bad. How, do, how do you yeah. feel about spinach Spinach because I, I mean, like spinach, but you could have that water and maybe ferment. I mean, that I'm up and so I'm willing to literally try right, whatever at this know. point. I'm actually looking at growing uh, quite a few tomatoes this year in my uh, my new garden. Okay. I've uh, I've uh, got some word about uh, tomato wines actually that are starting to hit um, like market. Yeah. There's wineries that are doing nothing but growing tomatoes and making wine out of those because the acidity is very similar to grapes. Maybe it's, in my head, it's so with the lettuce, I just can't imagine that there's sugar in there that is able to ferment. I'm not giving my secrets up. <laughs> 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 but like, you know, carrots and, and tomatoes, not that they're like, it's a normal thing to do in my head, it's, but it almost makes some kind of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely t- something that we probably won't be doing here, but have fun at home <laughs> yeah. and just get crazy. So, well, yeah. I mean, never say never come, <laughs> could become the new trendy thing. The, the, uh, yeah, you never know. The Warrens of Cincinnati. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Brian, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the uh, American Pale Ale. So that's probably between this one and the Irish Red are my usual kind of go-tos. I'm a big fan of the Irish Red. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it fits very different so with me the the way i drink it it falls into situations and and things like that and that's kind of how i flock towards different drinks and sure. um the irish red falls into very different um sides of the coin be it really hot outside and you want to mm-hmm. sit on the patio and drink something or if you want to kind of huddle up inside if it's a rainy day like it was this weekend or whatever it is it fits both of those for me so no for sure yeah i feel like with the apa too because it's definitely got a like strong hop forward and it's very like aromatic but it's still very easily drinkable. So awesome. Definitely one of my favorites. Uh, what's it hopped with? Mosaic is the main one. And then just what Magnum for bittering. Uh, yes. yes. This, is, this is Chase baby. So he knows more than I do. That's my baby. I love this baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's pr- proprietary. <laughs> yeah. Josh, what are you drinking? Oh man. Uh, like you were saying, um, I'm drinking the Irish red. It's pretty much my go-to year round beer here. Although, uh, the APA is a close second for me, honestly. So I don't know. You can't go wrong with Irish red. Bring it home all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I love that I'm able to get your beer way more. It feels way more frequently now than it used to be. It feel, felt like before it was kind of sporadic at the stores that I go to. And now it's just always on the shelf and yeah. it's always there. And now we're in Kroger, too. I don't go to Kroger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the marketing in me. Hey, guys. Uh, by the way, March First Brewing is available March at Kroger, Kroger Marketplace. <laughs> You've been saying you need a sponsor for weeks, and you're over here, I don't go to Kroger. Yeah, because they don't have any money to we actually, around. We actually did. <laughs> we did one show with Kroger. We did a show back in like season one or two uh, when Oakley opened up. We did a show there. Uh, they were a pain to, to deal with at all. Like, you know, from, from the actual doing the show or setting up the show to everything afterwards, trying to help. Them. They were a pain. 
But we love Kroger. But we, Kroger, <laughs> Kroger is the best. <laughs> um, so let's. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't think Kroger listens to Sensi Brewcast. I think we're okay. <laughs> uh, let's 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 talk about uh, some of the things that you guys have going on here. The the, the biggest thing, of course, is uh, the Cider Palooza, the festival that's coming up this weekend. As people are listening to this, um, but there's some other kind of bigger projects that are kind of in the works that have been in the works for a long time. Um, uh, Milford, I think, is the biggest one. The Sycamore Distillery. Um, talk about that a little bit. The the, the old Millcroft building, which <laughs> I like. I like how the brewers look at me like, okay, <laughs> it's your thing. Um, well, this is uh, one project that we have been super excited for for quite a while. Um, I can remember the day we were sitting at the bar and the owner walked in and was like, "Hey guys, so I just bought this building and." It's been kind of a, I don't know, roller coaster ride ever since, you know, from, you know, we got the keys and we're going over there for the first time to check it out. And, um, you know, Milford has been so welcoming to us, you know, Appreciate once that news kind of, you know, got out, every, everyone in Milford kind of, you know, came onto the Facebook page and a lot of the community groups were super excited and um, it's just been a really cool thing. You know, you know, we're not just going in to like make a distillery. Like we want to be a part of the community. Uh, we're working with the historical society to preserve as much of the building uh, as possible. Um, well, I mean, all of it really, uh, most of it's just going to be kind of new construction around the building. Uh, there'll even be like a small little, um, museum in the space as well. Um, but it's super cool. Um, unfortunately, other you know than the news that's out there currently, there's not much to talk about right now. Other than you know all of our plans are you know in order. Uh, we've been through the uh, approval process and all that stuff. Um, and this is my best guess. Uh, within the next few months, we'll be breaking ground. So you that's know, we'll exciting. Be going for it. So we're super stoked about it. I've talked about this a little bit on the show when I was out at Little Miami talking to them, but I, I spent a lot of time in Milford growing up. I was I lived there for probably seven or eight years, something like that. And old Milford, you you didn't go there. There weren't places to eat. There weren't places to 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 go and do things in the evening. Everything shut down and everybody went home. And to see this this other thing happening there now is is exciting. It's yeah. it's fun to see that. Absolutely. And it's it's yeah. fun to think about you know even just the way it is now with the places that have opened to see when something as big as, as what Sycamore is going to be there, things like that coming into it, all of the, the, the new developments that have happened there in the last couple of, it's, it's right. going to be, it's going to be a crazy fun place to hang out and um, it's going to be, to see it come to life. not to say it's not a destination now, but it's going to further that area being a destination. Um, I was actually in the area, I don't know, last week or so. And I stopped into little Miami and um, it was funny cause I, I, I feel like every time I'm in that area, someone's like, Hey, what's going on with the Millcroft? And they're super <laughs> excited about it. I mean, you have them, you have us, you know, you've got, you know, there's going to be a restaurant element to that space too. You were saying like how there wasn't a lot of food places around right. there. Um, event space, all that stuff. I mean, it's, who wouldn't want to go to old Milford? <laughs> well, it, it, then <laughs> that's, know? that's, that's true yeah. now. Like to be able to, to grab a drink, to walk around, to, 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 in the summertime to jump in a canoe and come down the river and, and, and get out and have, have lunch and, and 
some drinks and (laughs) (laughs) you know it all it's all coming together into something there and that's part of what makes um breweries and i i imagine the the booze side is a little bit like this too but definitely with breweries it's about building these 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 hubs of a community that enable other things around them to happen and um, i think that's going to be a very big part of what can happen in milford going forward so so that's fun um let's talk about cider a little bit since we've got a little festival coming up um you guys from day one were um definitely into being a uh, a place for people who are desperate for good cider in cincinnati to come to and for a long time it seemed like uh cider was just an afterthought for breweries of you know people are asking for it we'll throw one on and just see what happens and i think you guys were kind of that shift in the the mindset of it maybe uh, you got to give ryan guys a little bit of credit but it still wasn't the focus that it became after um, bubbles kind of came out and and change the way they think about it <laughs> um, so to just talk about kind of the the, the, the cider program here a little bit and yeah we'll so that was something that from day one that was a big part of what we were doing here um, it was always really important to us to um, always have our cider um, from juice here locally in Ohio you know source it as local as we can um, not from concentrate or any of these other ways that are are uh, going on out there right now but um but yeah we're we're really proud of where our juice comes from and from that um through what we do it it really shows in the end product um of course our lime cider is probably one of the you know big sellers we have right now um it's that's something that uh that we're really proud of you know Uh, it's always out there it's really cool to see it out in the marketplace um of course the red raspberry right now is the Aglamisi's brothers uh, yeah, yeah. collaboration. Yeah, yeah. So excited uh, that's going to be hitting the shelves here. It, it comes out on Wednesday. So the people yeah, it already, just already came, have it. It, it just, just came, came out, out, guys. Yeah, Get yeah. excited. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, wait, wait, is it yeah. here now? Yeah, I know. Yeah, I heard raspberry, and I'm like, I want this. Where, where is this? We might be able to get your sample out of the bread <laughs> tank later, maybe. <laughs> Um, and, and some of those collaborations with the cider side, be it the, the Airheads, uh, Green Apple Cider, the Aglomeses, has become yeah, this yeah. other side of it, too. Oh, the Holman's Donuts, Apple That one is That one's always a, a favorite come fall, for sure, mm-hmm. for me. So, um, And we're going to dig into cider a little bit um, more on, quote-unquote, the other show after we wrap this up. <laughs> so um, if you have not already subscribed to Drinking With It, we should probably do that right now because... Actually, it's already probably up because I usually post that one first. So jump over there and listen to that one, too, after this, because it'll kind of get you a little more excited about cider if you don't know anything about it, which I don't really know that much. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the, the festival a little bit, too. So you guys, um, what was it, this last winter did proofed? Um, yeah. So um, it actually all started with, if you want to talk about kind of the yeah, origins yeah. of, hey, we should do all these cool little festivals. It started with, I think, Stout Blowout, which uh, happened right around Thanksgiving or so. Um, And that that wasn't even like, that wasn't the scale of what Cider Palooza is going to be. It was us going, hey, Swiss Chocolate's coming out, one of our big hits in the winter. Mm -hmm. Um, And we said, let's play around with it a little bit. So we we did um, a poll online and we invited people to vote for their favorite variants. And it got to the point where we said, you know what, let's just do them all. And um, we did like a little event here. It was super successful. Um, 
And that kind of rolled into, well, let's do that with spirits. And then we started inviting outside people to join us. And then uh, right as proof ended, we go, well, what's next? Spring's coming up. What do you think about in the spring? You think about cider. Let's do it. Um, And it kind of started as a slow roll. And I think as more people signed on, um, it just started growing and growing and growing and growing. And like 30,000 people have seen the event. And, you know, we are up to, I think it's like 19, 18 breweries and 28, maybe by the time the uh, festival rolls around, we'll probably have 28 to 30 Lord. Ciders. Because I've only got 14 on my list right now. So you're going to have to tell right. me which ones we're missing. There's multiple ones. Um, <laughs> and that's and see, that's the other thing is like, you know, we did get big chunks here and there. But we kind of like decided, hey, let's try this little slow roll to see if like it will continue to gain, you know, get people to gain, um, you know, become more interested in the event. Other than just going like here's right. all the cideries that are going to be here. Um, so yeah, I mean, I can go through the list if you want me. Uh, yeah, to no, I right definitely, because <clears throat> for somebody like me that I'm, I'm definitely interested in cider. I enjoy cider, but I just don't know anything about it. And I don't, I, you know, I've, I've had bubbles plenty of times. I've had, you know, the stuff that you guys have done. There's been plenty of things that I've tried. The wine barrel aged from wooden cast. From wooden cast. But I've never, I've never that had. going to be there. I, I, That's I, I, I've never been in, in a place where there's a bunch of them on tap where you can try different ones right. next to each other. And um, we talked about this on the the drinking with the gnome with bourbon. Bourbon for me, like I, I enjoy bourbon a lot. But if you put one in front of me, I'm, I'm going to like it. It's not until you put four of them in front of me and I really try them next to each other that I can start to pick out those things that are different. I'm like, oh, this one's better for me. I enjoy this one more. It's it's they have to be together for me to for, to really start to piece that together. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm really excited about this event. Um, it's it's cool to see so many uh, cideries that were kind of like all excited to uh, hop on board here, and then to see all these people that were you know getting excited online to you know to to come down. I'm, this is going to be a pretty cool event, definitely to be able to hone in, you know, what you're really looking for on the marketplace. Well, and, and even aside from the people like me that don't know what the hell they're doing with cider, there are people that are cider people that don't have any outlet for that here in Cincinnati. You know, there isn't a, just a place that does cider. There aren't bars that are just cider, but like it doesn't exist here. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah, exist in yeah, a lot absolutely. of places. And so to have that, that, that outlet where you can come in and try different things and, you know, wave your cider flag proudly is, is, is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so read off your list for so us. Tell us about some of, the and some of these are going to be familiar and some of them now, are not. And I'm going to read, I'm going to read the breweries slash cideries. And then if you want to know what we're getting, I'll, uh, I'll throw out some tid. Actually, by the time this is out, the list will be out, but obviously us, cause you know, we're throwing it. <laughs> uh, we've got ACE, we've got B Nectar, uh, which they do a lot of meads and mm-hmm. stuff as Super well. excited about that. Um, yeah. We've got Braxton, we've got Cider Boys, we've got Down East, Madry with their brand new set, well, brand new ish cider, um, Original Sin, Reverend Nats, Rheingeist, Sonder, Starcut, which is Shorts Brewing, if no one knows, uh, Swine nice. City. That looks, uh, we're really looking forward to that one for sure. Yeah. Which one? The uh, Swine City. Swine, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah, theirs is pretty good. Um, and then uh, Tin Cap, which they're working on a new tap room. I don't know if you guys saw huh, that or yeah, not. Yeah, I've seen some yeah. stuff Because it was like, I've never been there, but it looked like it used to be in the guy's garage or whatever, almost. So um, they were super excited to join. Um, and then we got Vandermill and Windridge that are going to be and, here. And Wooden Cask. And Wooden Cask. Oh, did I miss them. Wooden yeah, Cask? Yeah. Oh, my God, I miss Wooden Cask. <laughs> but, yeah, they'll be there with their um, 
that uh, wine barrel age yeah. cider, which well, would and, be and, amazing. And and I, you know, part of what's so exciting for me too is is those places locally that are doing some really great stuff with cider. But maybe it's just one tap, and you know, people don't talk about it as much as they probably should. Be it wooden cask, we've talked about that a mm-hmm. lot on the show. We've had it on the show. Um, or uh, Sonder is the one that they yeah. had a cider when they first opened that I thought was amazing yeah, it was and it, it blew yeah. pretty quick yeah. and then they were not able to make it for a while and I guess they finally did again. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't well, I don't, they're not done with it yet. Well, I guess they're almost done with it because right. I kind of reached out and he's like, yeah, I, I think that'll be ready by then. <laughs> so hopefully it'll be ready. Uh, so, I mean, even from just the, just the local side of it of just getting those things that maybe um, you haven't tried or maybe didn't even know they had a cider I think is exciting too um, are there any specifics in there that you guys are super super specific Ooh. ciders because um, if, if wooden cask is bringing that wine barrel aged one I'm, I'm I don't think you guys didn't try a lot of them did you were there I any of that? Some of them, yeah. which which one kind of jumped out to you I think you like that was it the apricot one the hoppercot the hoppercot one was super good are we getting that pecan one Oh yes, we are. That one was really, a really pecan good. Yes, cider. It is a da, 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 sorry, totally roasted by Vandermill. Um, it's super interesting, but it was it really, really good. good. It's a roasted pecan cider. Sounds like some kind of yeah. a an apple pie kind of thing going on. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm, it, I'm it all was about so it. good. Uh, the one I'm excited to try because we had, we didn't try it, so I contacted Starcut. And I was like, hey, we're going to do this event. They were actually one of the first ones to sign on. And they got back to us and they go, okay, we do this uh, series. Uh, it's like all experimental stuff. And he sent me like four. He's like, take a look at them. You know, let me know if you're interested in any of them. And he's like, I can guarantee you that is the only keg that is going to be in Ohio for like months. And I was like, Send that to me now. I want to know what it is. Um, and that particular one, it's one that they made with uh, coffee. It is. Uh, I'd have to look it up. See, and and that's something I haven't heard of before. Yeah. And, and maybe it's, again, my inexperience with cider, but I go to the pie thing over and over. Then, right. Then, um, like coffee and, and apple that was, pie. And that was and part of it. We were, we're looking at the at the ones that they sent us. I mean, they had some sour ones and some, you know, and they all sounded delicious. But we saw coffee, and we were like, okay, that's that's the one we're gonna yeah. we're gonna want to get because it's that that was the goal is to try to get some off the wall stuff you don't get around here. And as soon as he was like, and for only one in Ohio, I was like, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys get any sense of like? Uh, territorial kind of side to the things that you do and not necessarily just um, cider, but you know, it's to bring in a festival like this, you've got other breweries that a lot of people would say are competitors or whatever you, 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 however you may word it. Is there some kind of you that is, that gets a little territorial or gets a little, um, I don't know a good word for it. A little, uh, a little competitive maybe when it, when it comes to an event like this. Well, I think that, uh, I don't know. It's it's you know we're we're holding this festival as right. a celebration, as to what's out there. You know, I don't think it's as much a territorial as it is, you know, excitement for what people are doing out in the marketplace. That, you know, I'm excited to try. You know, it's you know I, I love going out to different breweries, cideries, distilleries, and trying other stuff just to get ideas and just think about okay, like this is this is groundbreaking. This is really cool. I really like what they're doing. Or you know, it's I, I think this is more of a 
you know, a, a getting together and a collaborating, you know what I mean? Just having fun with people. So, yeah. Right. And, and, and maybe it's a little different because it is something like cider where there isn't this, this huge uh, cider world happening where it's, you know, every bar you walk into, there's eight ciders on tap. It, I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, a smaller world as compared to, to beer, but it's definitely one that's growing and uh, one that's still, you know, it's, it's making waves and there's stuff that's coming out that I'm like, oh man, you know, getting excited about, you know, and, you know, I remember just a few years ago is, you know, there's, there are some ciders out there that were, you know, like, oh, that's, that's different, you know, but now it's like, it's, it's, it's changing a lot. So it, it's pretty cool to see that, that growth and development for sure. Well, and that's what I was getting ready to ask, Brian, when you used to come in to the bar, you got ciders quite a bit. Yeah. So how does that inform what you guys are doing or what you were trying to maybe bring to the, to the festival or does it at yeah. all? Cause well, you're, you're a cider drinker. No, for sure. I mean, it's the same thing that Shay said. I really just wanted to expand my palate as well, see what other people were doing, see what kind of qualities they're bringing forward and the ciders they were making and see not only again like to expand my palate but just to see what is out there and what else we could change what we could work on what we're doing well what we could again work on so well it is it is a strange difference from from that side or the spirit side to to the beer side where it's really easy to see trends in the market and things that people are drinking things people aren't drinking things people want or don't want because everybody's there's tons of beer around town and you can see that all happening very quickly and cider there there isn't you know it's it's everybody everybody says i don't i don't want sweet ciders and then the sweetest ciders are the ones that seem to be selling the most it doesn't none none of it makes (laughs) a lot of sense and it's i think it's just because of the limited selection that we have (laughs) i'm waiting for them to do an any ipa cider or any any ipa (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm waiting on then you've got it all (laughs) you've got it all in one um, how, how do you make a cider fruitier than uh, it already is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really want to know? Because I could break it down. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, and makes lettuce wine. He's the right guy. <laughs> to, he's the right guy to ask. Uh, how do uh, you know? Uh, not necessarily just that specifically, but how do you how do you push something like cider to different places like that when you do have such a and and maybe it's my naive kind of thing of thinking that there's a limited market compared to beer. Um, how do you how do you push people into that without um, without that 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 traffic that beer has? Does yeah, I know. that question makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, yeah, the the cider market is definitely a lot smaller than what the beer market is. Um, it's one of those things that you know, whenever you go somewhere, you know, places might have one cider on tap, mm-hmm. or maybe you know, one or two bottles or packaged products somewhere, you know, right. it's, and it's, it's definitely, um, it definitely can be a challenge to, to, uh, get your cider out there. I definitely, um, think that we've, we've been doing fairly well with it. Um, just the, the, our product speaks for itself. That's for sure. I mean, you go out there and bubbles is everywhere, you know, they've got a name out there, you know, and they've been around for, you know, forever it seems. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud at how our, how our product actually, um, you know, you People, you know, it, it just speaks for itself. People try it and, you know, realize, you know, I mean, we have a, a wide variety as well. I mean, um, you know, our dry hop cider, you know, it's not nearly as sweet as some of the others around. But, I mean, then you go with our, if you're looking for that, you know, our green apple airheads is exactly, you know, what it says it is. It is right. that, that you know, airhead cider. It's it's what it tastes like. So, well, And and what catches me with the um, that one specifically, the, the, the airheads one, is that I expected something a lot 
sweeter than it actually was. I expected an airhead and it's 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 not quite that it's, it's not that sweet it's, but it's, it's, yeah but it's drinkable it's, it's that's, still that's the it thing. still tastes like a cider to yeah. me and i think okay, that yeah. uh, <laughs> i think people can get turned off looking at it and think i don't really want to drink an airhead and it's like no it's it's still it still tastes like a cider it's okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> well just it from my experience i struggled with the ciders at first because i i was thinking something that was going to be very just kind of appley slightly tart just kind of bland blah whatever so when i'm seeing the different flavors and whatnot i I really got an education and part of it was talking with brian about it and a couple other people that are into ciders and learning that there were different flavors and whatnot and and just getting some good experience being behind the bar and trying some different things so that's why when you guys say raspberry i'm like oh i want to try that so i've come 180 on ciders in the last i don't know how long have we known each other a year and a half yeah yeah so well, it's yeah. it, it's got me so interested in it because you know when you you talk about beer, and and this is a generalization, but I feel like people understand hops now. They they understand some of the flavors that are in hops, even with some of the malts out there. People are starting to understand what that what that brings or styles well, or whatever. Reynolds it may be. still hasn't told me what two row is, but other yeah, other than that, I'm good. <laughs> other than that, but, I'm good. But people are starting to have this this knowledge of they can see a list of ingredients on a beer that's listed on on a descriptor or whatever it is and kind of understand that and and there's a whole side of that to cider that we haven't even like really started to 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 dig into at all as a as a community as a as a bunch of drinkers you know like you talk about apple varieties and stuff i don't know what they taste like in a cider and none of that makes any sense to me but I know there's got to be a difference. I know oh, yeah. that there's, no, there's absolutely. Yeah. you know, I just, I, I know that there's this cider and that's, I like that more than I like this one, but I don't know why I don't, I don't, I don't know those, those details behind it. It's yet. just like difference with, uh, with wine, grape varieties, you know, um, with the vinifera. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely there's, um, a few ciders I've had here lately that were, um, species only you know like a certain variety i mean of you know apple itself and that was that that was pretty wild yeah yeah and i'm i'm really excited because um i'm hearing more and more about these orchards that are you know planting more for you know cider base instead of just um just uh like the more common like dessert basically what you'd find at kroger you know um uh your more traditional apples um and those apples are, are great for eating and cooking with um but as far as cider goes um we're looking for the smaller apples that have the that have more skin on them that basically those tannins and that skin basically is um something that's going to help us with flavor um as well as those smaller apples um basically have more unique flavor out of them so and that's those older you know tends to be older variety of apples um are what typically yield um a higher quality uh cider so yeah yeah it's it's, it's pretty interesting it, it makes sense in in a lot of ways that you know as as apple varieties have kind of evolved been forced to evolve by people looking for something that that just tastes better you know our tastes are going to lean towards the sweet and the the, you know creating something that's bigger and sweeter and whatever and and it doesn't necessarily translate to the cider (laughs) it's it's pretty funny um i've had a couple ciders uh from friends that were made from those larger apples and it's amazing how much more watery they taste compared to you know some that are you know i've had here recently that from the heirloom variety apples it's it's pretty cool 
It's it's Just to see the difference. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to 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 get over into uh, I don't know France or England or wherever there is a, an older kind of and not that there's not an older cider culture in the United States because there there is, but um and and get some of those more heirloom the varieties and got stuff. Something to say here. <laughs> well, it's just if you go up in like the like especially like New York, um, their heirloom varieties up there are wild. You know, they've had grown up there for years. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite um, old world varieties is like a, a Normandy style. Um, you get into some of those uh, wild fermented, you know, wild fermented ciders, and it's it's wild. Like it's, it's pretty cool to to see those. So we've we've played around a little bit with some of those uh, wild fermented before, and uh, we've had some pretty good success. Not that well, that was just you know Brian and I playing around in my basement, but we'll see if we ever do anything <laughs> crazy here. But so but yeah, when you say wild fermented, do they have some of the characteristics of maybe the Belgian style beers that are kind of that wild yeast, or is it something totally different? Um. Basically, well, I mean, well, so we're not pitching any yeast at all. So it's whatever is on the apple itself. Right, so but I, that's what I'm but saying. Is it similar? The ones of? that we've, the ones that we've tried um, to do. I mean, we've we've had some um, some. Well, most varieties that you're going to have, are, you know, you're going to have some really off. Like me, you don't really want to drink that. <laughs> but you'll get pretty lucky sometimes. And um, we've had one that was sort of Belgian esque. Um, but um, and then another one that went more uh, like sour, basically on us, and that one was that was fantastic. I was super excited with that one, and it turned out amazing. Yeah, yeah. See, that sounds good to me. Like that, right. like a sour or like a like a Brett Funk kind of thing in That's, a cider sounds really yeah, good. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, the the drying aspect that comes with that is almost natural too. Like you were saying, that one that we had that was pretty tart and pretty dry was fantastic. It had like some wine qualities to it. It was really, really good. <laughs> since next time, next time we hang out, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can scrounge up a bottle of that. Maybe I think we have some left. Yeah. Since we've drifted away from beer, let's uh, <laughs> let's just keep drifting. Let's let's talk about spirits a little bit. Um, you guys have, um, especially for me on on the voltage side, done a couple things that are really fun with the uh, the peppermint schnapps and um, you know. You guys did the the cinnamon whiskey on the sycamore. So there's been some really fun yeah, yeah. things that have come out already. Um, what kind of stuff is in the works that you guys are willing to talk about? Do you want me to drop the hammer? Like, are we allowed to? I, mean, there's, <laughs> there, um, I can I can say this behind the bar here. There's some glasses up there that oh, yeah. oh he but, knows. Okay. But they're, it's, right. they're sitting there. They're out in the open. Yeah. Well, uh, I will say that uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, the Voltage brand. You know, even though it's Voltage vodka, it's kind of becoming our Swiss Army knife uh, in terms of spirits. Because uh, a lot of people I talk, a lot of people I talk to about what we do here, I'm like, if you can drink it, we either made it, or we either <laughs> brewed it, we or we fermented, it, or we distilled it, or we're thinking about doing it. So, um, Shay, you want to talk about the what's what the green glass is all about back there? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've been playing around with this for for a while, and um, we've uh, got our approval. And we're just waiting on a basically bottles and I'm not sure what else really it's 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 it'll be dropping here uh, in the next uh, Linux little and while so and that's talking is, absinthe right? or talking absinthe <laughs> yes so um I've I've had an absolute ball putting this together it's it's one of those products that uh you know at first I hadn't had a whole lot of experience with and then I dove head deep I'm, into I'm it I'm obsessed and with absinthe and this is probably 
shows crossing paths probably a little too much, but I, I absolutely love Absinthe. I think it is one of the neatest when, products out there. Since when do you stay on topic? Uh, never. <laughs> but it becomes, <laughs> it becomes way more complicated when you have two shows. <laughs> they, they butt heads. Um, I, I, tell me a little bit, and obviously, you know, don't sit there and tell me your recipe and how you came up with it, but um, t- crap. tell me a little bit how you, <laughs> how you do this, because that... it it's not the same as making beer where you can just sit here and look at 14 things that other people have done and try them and then kind of no, combine them and come up yeah, with your own thing. And it's one of those things where, you know, the, the craft absinthe market is, is very limited right now. I and mean, it's, 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 there's still a lot of bullshit surrounding it too, of people not I, understanding absinthe. Yeah. I mean, they're is. definitely out there. Um, but it, when you guys compare it to beer or even cider, it's, it's very, it's very much smaller. So, um, that's something that we're, we're excited about to, to get it out there, especially in our area. I don't, yeah, I can't name anyone here. Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. So yeah, not no, yet so at least. Cincinnati's you know. first. Oh jeez. <laughs> oh, so moving on. So what, a, what about the, uh, I mean, we can talk about this cause it's been on tap up there. What about the, uh, limoncello? The limoncello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Talk yeah. About, cause like it fascinated oh, me. So like, I know I've had limoncello before. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I was like, oh, you just you just dunk some lemons in there. Right. And, if, and this might be a, a, a the other show topic, but you made it the the way you are supposed to make limoncello, yeah, which yeah. fascinated me. So I've actually been making limoncello at my house for <laughs> quite a few years now. Uh, we'll just put it that way. Um, and it's always a process. that's fascinated me. You know, I learned from a family friend of mine um, when I was younger. Um, the process of how he traditionally made it. And, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's really neat, uh, infusion process that actually goes on where the dunking of lemons really isn't a huge part of it. So it's, it's a pretty cool infusion that actually happens to be able to extract so much aroma and flavor out of it. That is just unreal. It's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Do you want me to go into specifics? No, 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 no. (laughs) Um, what about... What, uh, so, we'll talk later. Okay. <laughs> so, well, I'm intrigued. That, that, that may be the other show, though. <laughs> so, um, locally or even broader, when when you see distilleries coming up, you know, obviously the vodka. If if they're set up to make vodka versus uh, like a like a white dog, um, comes out first. You get everybody wanting to get into bourbon, and everybody starting to to make what will be bourbon eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see a lot of people make gin. You guys don't have a gin. Why? 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 Why don't we have gin? What yep. is the? <laughs> what is? What is the? Uh, <laughs> what is the holdup on gin? Because I feel like that's one of those things that would sell really well out on that patio. Yeah, um, definitely. It's definitely something that we are looking into. Uh, we're. I mean, it's. It's fair to say it's coming. Yeah. It's just not here it's, yet. It's on yeah. its way. We've done, it's, more yeah. than, we've done more than look into it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've, we've done some test batches. We're pretty excited about what we've come out with first uh, or now. So um, it's, uh, you know, we're still playing with it, fine tuning it. So, and it's, it's on its way. So how, how do you come up with a, with a way to test things like that? Is it, um, are you creating basically a single botanical gin and then blending those together? Or are you making a, Lots and lots of trial and error, <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, it is a lot of single infusion to see what one particular botanical will come out with to even then a blend of multiple ones to see what plays well together. So 
it is a lot of trial and error. Well, and then are you guys doing some kind of steeping process or you have the little basket kind of gizmo, the thing, the, the vapor, whatever. It's, the it's very, it's, um, <laughs> it's very traditional actually to do both. So, and as well also, um, in the condensing process also to run spirits through things like cucumber or right. it's, it's lots that you can do with it. So, yeah. So then you have to figure out where each botanical is going to go yeah, in that exactly. process. Too. Yeah. Which I imagine a lot of this kind of translates over to the absinthe side too of, yeah, of how absolutely. You, yeah. you incorporate some exactly. of those ingredients. You know, it's, it's knowing where certain botanicals are going to come out, you know, um, with more aroma or flavor or, you know, what's going to produce a lot more bitterness on one side and it won't on the other side. You know, cucumber, if you put that on the hot side, it's going to be just all kinds of just vegetal. So yeah, right. you want that more on the condensed cool side so that you don't get all those extreme bitter and crazy Stretchy. flavors that come out of it. So, yeah. Right. It's very interesting to me. I, uh, <laughs> the, 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 the whole world of of distilling versus brewing, and maybe it's the uh, not simplicity of learning how to brew, but you can just run to the grocery store now and grab supplies to make beer and then go in your kitchen and just make it. And you can Google very quickly how to make this or how to make that and come up with lots of different ways to do it and then just do it very quickly. And distilling... This is a whole different beast, and it, <laughs> I, I I don't know how you a learn how to do it legally, learn how to do it, <laughs> yeah. and then b like that that trial and error side is just so it's uh, and, and trial and error and having close friends you know at other places that have tried stuff and you know I was just down at uh, Moonshine University. We'll love those guys down there. That is. Really cool if you guys Moon, get a chance to check that Moonshine out. Moonshine? Moonshine University. University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two words uh, that I don't know I've ever heard together. I, and, uh, and here I always thought that was my uncle's garage. I was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I was talking with their, uh, their head distiller down there, and he's only one of a couple of people I know in the world that's um, distilled off um, Milkway. So that was pretty cool to talk with him, you know, about our craziness that we did here <laughs> just for fun yeah. and uh yeah i was, I, was yeah, there. I tried yeah. some of the fermented side of it yeah the, yeah that's uh, right that's right yeah it was, it was horrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's really odd but it, no but it was it was it was so horrible that it was interesting to me because it's not something that i've ever tried and no it, yeah it is something it's, that i've heard about you know would be like yak's milk or something that, yeah, that i've oh, heard yeah, about yeah, that yeah, being yeah. a thing and i i mean i'm not gonna ever go to a bar and order fermented milk but <laughs> It was, depends on if you're in outer Mongolia or not. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, there's, Mongolia, there's, right. there's your group. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Here brings we go. A, brings that white Russian to the next level. Hey. <laughs> I would try that. Yeah. I think I would try that too. All right. I we got a new project would. we're starting. <laughs> there's, there's not many things that I wouldn't try once, but um, some of them are just once. <laughs> um, what else do you guys have that you're excited about that uh, um, has got you just excited to come to work every day what is what is the the thing right now what are you looking at me for you want to go first or do you want me to um oh man just all this experimentation we're doing right now with uh, distilled spirits is definitely something that has me excited um you know our our cinnamon whiskey that we released not long ago that right. is something that i'm really proud of the amount of cinnamon like whole like cinnamon that goes into that is crazy but the flavor you get out of it is amazing so well and i hear some people compare it to Fireball, and I don't think that's very fair at all because it's leaps and bounds better than what Fireball or any of those 
cinnamon flavored whiskeys are because well they're artificial yeah whereas theirs is not it's it's we're we're using a whole cinnamon sticks and it is it's It's amazing and yeah the um the uh the the peppermint schnapps falls into that too not that peppermint is a real flavor but it (laughs) i still sit there and (laughs) i mean but it's it's a candy yeah but i mean it grows it's a plant yeah it's a plant isn't what you guys use like a syrup or something? <laughs> so we actually, so um, the the collaboration that we did. Doshers, right? With Doshers, yeah. yep. Um, we were actually uh, signed uh, some paper forms that we couldn't talk about, you know, what we were getting. and uh, But uh, but yeah, their, their actual flavoring that we were able to use with them was crazy it was it was amazing so we were really excited about that you put like what like two drops in there and it was like oh whole batch is done (laughs) it was was crazy so lots of glows protection everything because it's it's really potent stuff but no it's but but it falls into that really really tasty it falls into that same category as the cinnamon whiskey for me because like i'll sit there and and just pour a little bit in a glass with an ice cube and sit there and just just drink it whereas i'm not gonna do that with fireball i'm not gonna do that with some of the cinnamon schnapps i'm not gonna yeah. get rumple mints and sit there and sip on it on the couch because it's terrible you know it's, yeah, yeah whereas this actually but i mean good. well you know I've, I've, we've been surprised that <laughs> <Ted. laughs> you don't think rumple mints is terrible i i think somebody looking for sponsors doesn't <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> did we mention we love kroger <laughs> <laughs> we love kroger and we love rumple mints <laughs> You know, I you know I don't the have anything to say about my wife. Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, we do love her, so that, that's that right. Works. That works. I've been uh, pleasantly surprised with um, with especially the peppermint schnapps this year with how quickly that sold. We think we were all in shock and awe. It was unbelievable. So that was Through that was really cool. Only. That's Through, right. Yeah, we didn't. It didn't go out to the state. It was all in the tap room, um, and. It the was, support that like we received for that was crazy. Yeah. And the the cinnamon whiskey is is doing pretty well as well right now. So it's it's pretty cool. I'm excited to see next year and 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 in the future as people start to become more familiar with the stuff that you're doing how it gets incorporated around town and the people that are going to latch on to some of these brands and to things that they can't necessarily get locally other places. It's uh it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um I'm really excited, of course, always about the our Applejack. Um, yeah. We've been doing a lot of distilling lately with some with our uh, cider, and uh, we're getting ready to fill up quite a bit more barrels. So I'm getting excited about that. But uh, but yeah, that our apple cider is definitely uh, one of the products that I am most proud that we make here. You know, That's your Applejack. Do you guys barrel age that? Is it a yes? Yes. Um, for the I for the. First time in my life, I got a hold, uh, got a hold of. It's not like it's hard to get a hold of a bottle of uh, Laird's <laughs> Applejack. Okay, yeah. And I had never had it before, and sat there one night and made a few cocktails and drank a little bit of it, and it was absolutely blown away by what that product is. And it gets me excited for somebody to be able to do something like that locally. And uh, again, yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely, it's fun. There's there's some neat products out there that people aren't focusing on. Everybody, and not that I don't love bourbon, but everybody is just head over heels about bourbon right now. And there's so much else out there to drink that is exciting. Not that you guys' bourbon is not also exciting. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate that you are focusing just as hard on the other stuff as uh, you are the bourbon. Um, So thank you for doing that. (laughs) Oh, no. It's 
this is something that we, you know, look forward to coming to work every day about, you know, it's, it's a, definitely a, a dream job of mine to be here doing everything that we are, you know, being able to experiment with everything. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, filling barrels, you know, uh, well, dumping them, filling them right away and getting everything like in and out within, you know, just like a few hours, you know, just knowing how fresh that is. It's pretty cool to see, you know, it's definitely something that gets excited where we're not, you know, know that we're getting barrels in that have sat around for a while. And, you know, it's, 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 it's pretty wild. Again, it just, it blows my mind that nobody else has connected all those dots and created that same thing here in Cincinnati. I know Northern Row is trying very hard to do that, but for whatever reason, hasn't been able to, uh, to get all that to happen yet. But, um, it, it's so fun to see this place that, that has all of that under one roof and has connected all those dots. And, um, it's really exciting to think about where that can go. Uh, what about wine? Just quickly, are we going to ever see wine coming out of March 1st? Aside yeah, we've from done the cider, a, I guess yeah, we've done a couple small batches, um, taproom only that have been, that have gone over fairly well. Um, we've got a few more that we're going to be playing with here soon, some mead. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, something that I've been, oh man, making wine for, oh geez, I can't say how long for quite a while. <laughs> so too long, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, that's definitely a passion of mine and, uh, I'm really looking forward and Brian's been throwing ideas my way as well about it. And I'm like, Ooh, all right, we're hopping on that like real quick. So yeah, that's fun. Anything else that you're excited about the well, yeah, like Shay said, we've been really kind of getting our stuff in order. In a sense, we've kind of got we've got more tanks in here. We've got all of our staples under control. We're kind of hitting those out always. We've kind of had a lot more creative liberty, so we've been kind of messing around with some new stuff and the absinthe, the possible gym later on. Um, we've been getting a lot of stuff into barrels too. So, kind of the more different and fun stuff we've been able to work on. And you guys have a Rick House that is under construction still how close are you there we are waiting on i think a couple permits we're pretty much constructed we're just waiting on occupancy permits i'm pretty sure so we can actually and be so in there working that will open up a whole other door of storage space and uh, yeah absolutely we definitely got go desperate need so excited yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's i imagine a little difficult as a distillery and a brewery mm-hmm. to also house your barrels in the same building yeah <laughs> We're almost there, so <laughs> we're definitely looking forward to that. Um, Josh, you want to give people the details about Cider Palooza again, too? Oh, Cider Palooza. Uh, dates. Um, so it is April 27th, so if you're listening to this episode as soon as it comes out, that's this weekend, this Saturday. It goes from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Again, we're looking at 18, 19 breweries and cideries, 28 to 30 uh, ciders that will be there um live music all day yeah music uh all day pretty much and um if there's anything left over cider palooza 2.0 i guess happens on sunday so remember (laughs) that as well and that's the thing like i will post something on social media here's what's left you know if you couldn't make it on on saturday like i've got a lot of people who have messaged me and was like you know is this happening on sunday too and i'm like no but there might be some leftovers you never know we're going to have a couple special variants possibly and maybe a special release or two as well. Yeah. Awesome. We yeah, these guys <laughs> these guys have been pulling some crazy stuff out of some of those barrels, so I'm going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sure that the details will be out very soon if they are not already as you are listening to this, but um 
Thank you, guys. If you want to know a little bit more about cider, I think that's what Drinking with the Gnome is about this week. <laughs> I don't actually know. We'll probably uh, kind of uh, go down a couple rabbit holes there, too, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, next week, I don't know the show off the top of my head. I'm not even going to look it up. Just listen to the show next week. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> 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 Thank you guys yeah. very much. That's the wrong one. It is that one. If anybody's um, got an idea for the show, call the drunk line at uh, five six seven seventy drink. It's the first time we worked that. I know, I, and I remembered it off the top of my head and happened to look it up. Um, <laughs> and just you know, share the show with your friends. And if you have not been out to March first, especially if you have not been out to March first in um, the recent past, oh, um, the, the get out here. It's a whole different tremendously ball game improved and more comfortable and this is it's actually a really beautiful space now and i'm really impressed with it so good job on that guys thank you, thank you. hey thank you for having us out cheers thank guys you. thank you come try our ciders as well our seltzers i mean <laughs> <laughs>